Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Hey, folks. Hello, everybody. People in the back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Without further ado. Without further ado. Okay, so without further ado, we're going to get started. We should get started. We're yeah. Rolling. I'm right there. We're, we're, we're going to get started. <laughs> Welcome to the Interloop Radio and our special quarantine inspiration series. I'm Art Taylor. These short episodes are here to provide you with inspiration in a challenging time in all of our lives. Maybe writing doesn't feel important to you right now. Maybe you're busier than ever juggling childcare and work, self-care and survival, or maybe it's just too hard to concentrate on anything creative. We're here to help, or at least to give you a break. So turn the screen off on your phone Quiet your mind and take a deep breath, or several, and follow me on a creative journey. That opening section echoes a little too much with my own life right now, when writing seems to be the last thing I have time to do, or worst, the least thing that I should be doing, between trying to balance lesson prep and grading at George Mason University where I teach, or trying to help our eight-year-old son stay on track in his virtual third-grade classes, or trying to make each meal, and did one of us get to the grocery store, and communication is at a low despite my wife and our son and me being rarely more than 10 or 20 feet from one another throughout the entire day, and <sighs> when distractions and anxieties seem to be coming at you from all sides, it's difficult to find the necessary time and space to be inspired, to let your imagination wander, and to get your words on the page. I'm going to talk in a minute about my own writing habits, but for now I want to focus on one of them, and that's music. Uh, I know many writers who need to write in silence or amidst the buzz and hum and white noise of a coffee shop, those better days when we did write in coffee shops. But for me, having music in the background, wordless music in my case, jazz or instrumentals, helps to filter out the other demands and distractions to make that space to let my mind turn inward for a bit. Spotify is a necessary part of my creative process, is what I'm trying to say. I need the music to help turn off all the other noise of the world. Uh, but as much as background music, um, as background noise, music can also be an inspiration as well, directly so. I'm primarily a mystery and suspense writer, and in recent years, the crime fiction community has enjoyed a spate of anthologies with short stories inspired by the music of, for example, Bruce Springsteen or Johnny Cash and Steely Dan and the Go-Go's and even recently Joni Mitchell. Now, what might be the root of inspiration here for a story to be inspired by music? How do you write a short story or a poem in response to a song? In some cases, songs are already stories on their own. It, think of Johnny Cash's line, I shot a man in Reno just to see him die. But a song's themes or concerns might also provide a spark of inspiration. Or a single lyric or turn of phrase might set the mind in motion in new directions. Could you, and this is the prompt, listen deeply and attentively to a favorite song or to a new song that's caught your attention and use that song as a springboard for your own creation. 
Not too long ago, I wrote a story in response to All Tomorrow's Parties. It's a 1967 song by the Velvet Underground and Nico from the first album. Several lyrics helped to inform motifs in the story as I worked on it. What costume shall the poor girl wear? And a blackened shroud and a hand-me-down gown of rags and silk. And where will she go and what shall she do when midnight comes around? That latter lyric especially since the song is kind of a reverse Cinderella tale with midnight looming. But I also found myself spurred forward by the ragged, repetitive, jangling piano playing and by that looming, booming percussion and then that haunting tone of Nico's voice, the chanting cadence that drives the song forward. I'm reading an excerpt from the story. This is from All Tomorrow's Parties, which was just published in the anthology Chesapeake Crimes, Invitation to Murder. So this is more polished than the original draft of the opening section. Here's how it goes. There's Shayla, flitting past as a young girl, eight, maybe nine years old. Darkness beyond the window, autumn outside, with the aura of some summer day drifting around her. Laughter plays across her cheeks and eyes, her blonde hair is in ringlets. Shayla first catches sight of her younger self at the far wall of the sprawling condo that belongs to one of the account managers, an all-staff soiree, everyone invited. Candlelight in the corners, a saxophone on the stereo, co-workers and friends of co-workers shifting in small circles as Friday evening shimmies free from the week. And then out of nowhere, there's the girl, this vision of the girl Shayla once was. Young Shayla eases between those clusters of beer bottles and wine glasses and cocktail coops. Young Shayla slips behind the doll-faced receptionist who's traded her sensible office wear for a low-cut black dress and who's right now tipping her head coquettishly toward one of the junior partners. Somewhere near the window, young Shayla darts completely out of view, a white dress vanishing. Shayla, Shayla today, rubs her eyes, blinks out the blurriness, she did see this, didn't she? Conversations echo numbly on all sides, words and voices doubling somehow, and the shadows near the wall have begun to deepen and blur. Fuck. She's already had too much to drink. But before she can turn down another, Elaine, her new friend at the office, new best friend, has taken her hand and begun guiding her toward the kitchen and the butcher's block, thick with wine and liquor bottles. That's the opening section of the story. Uh, this excerpt doesn't pick up too much of what you might hear in the song's lyrics, and I'm not sure that anyone else could hear the rhythms of the song and the rhythm, rhythms of the prose, but for me, those were direct influences. While I've been fortunate to have some stories come out during the pandemic, my productivity has been more hit and miss at best. But I do have some writing habits to help to trigger my mind that it's time to start working for a while. Music, as I mentioned, a cup of coffee or tea, the desk lamp has to be turned on, and I stand while I write. I have a stand on my desk to prop my laptop up. While I know writers who set time goals for themselves or word goals, I must write X number of words or I must work for a X amount of time, I've personally found that's the path toward disappointment. Instead, I try to think of forward motion in any way as being progress. Every word written or revised is one word closer to my goal. And if some days have 
five words or 50 words instead of 500, that's still five words or 50 words closer than I was before. Main thing that ensures progress for me is trying to check in every day for ever how many words I get down. If I don't check in each day, I begin to forget where I was with a piece of writing, to lose any momentum, and I have to work harder to get traction again. But even working for a few minutes, if that's all you've got, can help your mind keep whirring and tinkering in the background on plot problems or character questions or the right turns of phrase, even while you're trying to help your third grader on some tech issue in that virtual classroom or while you're cooking dinner or whatever you're doing for the rest of the day. And that's our show. Thanks for having me. Join us every Friday for more writing tips, inspiration, and prompts. To find out more about us, visit us at theinnerlooplit.org. And when you turn your screen back on, don't forget to hit that subscribe button next to our name. I'm Art Taylor for the Interloop Radio, and do write on. <laughs>